Can you hear me in your headphones? Yeah, yeah, sounds fine. Ah, cool. Welcome to a special episode of Steph's Status Update. This episode is called He Said, She Said for obvious reasons. I have my partner with me today. We're going to be talking about stuff that we agree or disagree on or stuff that kind of gets on each other's nerves about the other person. So we're going to see how this one goes today. <laughs> She's laughing at me. And um, yeah, we'll kind of have a, have a nice little chat maybe. Yeah. So what is the first thing that you want to talk about? Well... First of all, I'm going to say that this could be a really explosive end to our relationship. (laughs) So you're saying it might not be a good idea? I think we should be mindful of topics. Mm. So I I get the feeling what you're trying to tell me is there are certain topics that we can talk about (laughs) and there are certain topics that we just cannot discuss. Well, we've already had one disagreement today about washing up. About what? What are you uh, doing? Uh, about, about what? <laughs> Stop it. Um, so let's just pick a slightly safer topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that we've just had two years of lockdown. In those two years, I have done the majority of the meal planning and the meal prep and the cooking and the thinking about what we're going to have and the looking up of recipes and making sure we have the ingredients and then the laborious task of preparing it mm-hmm. and you have done less of that can i just can i just can i just say can i just years. can i just qualify that prior to those two years i was messing it up in the kitchen i was mashing it down i was doing my my thing prior so. to those two years i used to eat at work or eat out so no you did not I did, honey. those are lies honey. those are i used to cook the dinner you really didn't i really did Anyway, for two years, I've done most of it. And as I'm sure many people up and down the land have rediscovered cooking. Anyway, so I am i don't mind doing the cooking and I don't mind doing the planning. But what I find difficult is that you will just eat the food in silence. Whereas I'm used to, you would, the meal time is when like the family would talk and mm-hmm. talk about your day. And you comment on the food and you show appreciation for the food. You say, oh, this is really good. Thank you for this. And, and it's more like being vocal about understanding, acknowledging the hard work that person's put in. So, you know, it doesn't just start when the food comes on the table. It maybe started a week ago when that person was thinking, okay, I've got a load of mushrooms. What can I do with mushrooms? So I find it really weird that you just eat the food in silence and then that's that. Yeah, it would be that. I can understand why that would be weird. Growing up, we, when, when we, <laughs> I think I've said this before, but growing up, when, whenever we had food cooked for us, um, as kids, mm-hmm. that is not like I'm some kind of young adult living at home and just eating food and not helping, but yeah, when we had food cooked for us, we, we would have it put down at the table and we would just eat the food. Like we were, we with each other all day pretty much or, We've seen each other all day. So we've been talking, talking, talking all day. And when food comes, we eat the food. And the the biggest compliment that my mum gets, and she knows this, when um, you eat her food and you clean, you like polish, I'm talking about polishing the plate. 
Um, the plate is clean before it hits the sink. That's that. That's the compliment. And mum used to be like, "Oh, see, I like it." Because mum used to say, "So you like the food, me? So you like the food, Be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it was good." And you're asking for more. You can polish that again. So it, I've I've had I've just had years of not really having big conversations around the dinner table because my dad used to say, you know, it's rude to talk and eat mm. or you're disrespecting the food or you're disrespecting your mum who's cooked the food and never eaten it. Yeah. You're just chatting. So, and the other thing was the food's getting cold. Yeah. So you best eat your food. So I can understand where you're coming from. And I think that's something that I definitely need to work on is the whole being able to, because even when I go out for dinners, yeah, yeah, you look, you're nodding. For work dudes and stuff, I will, I will eat the food. I will eat the food and then I'll chat to people afterwards. But I, I, I think that's more of a how I've been kind of raised to See, I was, a, approach food in general. I was taught that, especially if you go out for dinner, where it's not you making the food, the whole point is that it's um, like an activity slash entertainment. Mm-hmm. So you're engaging and you're talking and you're kind of commenting on the food or you're, um, you know, it's it's a shared experience. Whereas you kind of just are silent and eat it, which then means that I have to be sitting in a table. I might as well just be by myself eating in a separate room. <laughs> because <laughs> what's the point then? But I was also taught that so you just talked about polishing off your plate right Mm -hmm. whereas I was taught that you had to eat pretty much clear your plate regardless of whether or not you liked it so having a clean plate is not indicative of enjoying the food right so that doesn't mean much to me because you could have eaten it for example I remember having to eat um things I really dislike like um cow tongue which I, I just Exactly, it's just a heap all the face. It's just like the, my worst food. And I remember having to sit in front of it until I cleared that plate. So a clear plate to me does not equal happiness. That That's, that's not really, that sounds a bit, I mean, that's that's a lot. That's like, that's making, that's forcing somebody yeah. to, see we, well, I, that wasn't my experience. Yeah. If, if I didn't like something, yeah. I was allowed to say it and then didn't have to eat it were you allowed to leave like if you didn't like something you could just leave it yeah. did you we was it that you had to try it and then you could leave it or you could just leave it full stop um i was i was usually i was told what was coming so i'd be like oh do i have to have so-and-so again and like, all right fine we'll keep it off your plate or it would just be put on the plate and i wouldn't like it and i would just leave it on the plate and the question would be asked, didn't you want that? I'm like, no, I didn't, I wasn't, wasn't enjoying it. So it would be taken away or I just wouldn't eat it. But I was never, I was never not forced, but I was never made to make sure I finish everything on the plate if I didn't like it. That was never the case. I have really strong memories of being quite small. So I'm talking somewhere between four and six and sitting at tables in front of congealed food Mm-mm. until either I ate it or there was an act of God and I was able to get out of it. And I remember one of those things was um, pork and banana curry. I'm sure that it's a lovely dish that other people really enjoy, but to me, it is not a combination of foods I was happy with. And I remember being made to eat it 
and then I warned my I think it was like at school or something and the teacher made me eat it and then I warned the teacher and said I, I really think I'm going to be sick if I eat this I really can't do it and I was forced to eat it. like she stood over me and I did I vomited everywhere I mean that, that definitely sounds like you've had a rough time with it boy, with food like I I, I no I was uh, definitely when I was younger there was never a a period of time where people would make parents, friends, friends, parents in general. Like, could we, I would go around someone's house and be able to eat dinner there. And there's a neighbor that I've got in particular who, not, like, somehow, like, I knew when she was cooking food all the time. What, so, like a psychic? Or you li- yeah, it? it was like, it was like, a, it was like a sixth sense. I would, <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I would be, what was I? I was probably about between the ages of, say, Eight and I think 16, 17. Um, I would just turn up at their house, like because they live because we used to live in cul de sac, so I lived in one cul de sac and then they lived on a strip of houses and then it went around a corner and there was another cul de sac. So, Did that, they just think that your parents never fed you. No, they knew, no, they, they knew, they knew that I was coming from a munch already, <laughs> yeah, but they were like four doors down. But because the houses were quite big and there was gaps, so it was like four doors down, but um, just a little bit further away. So when I'd get there, knock on the door, and I'd be like, Auntie Sonia, what's going on? She'd be like, oh yeah, what are you here for? I'm like, you know what I'm here for. And and she would always say, how how do you know? I wouldn't, I didn't, I didn't have a mobile phone, so it was all landlines back then. Well, surely she just cooked at regular meal times. No, what it was was, and I never told her this, but the front of our house... Um, when you looked out of the fr- the top window at the front of the house, you could see the back gardens of the houses that are along that strip of four houses to like my right. Yeah. Right. And if the kitchen window was open, I could smell the food that she was cooking. So, so I knew what I knew what I was going to get before I got there. Literally like comedy wafts of smoke going up into her nostrils. Exactly like that. And I just turn up, I just turn up be like ding dong or knock knock whatever. And I'm getting fed again. See, but, I never, I never had that. Like, if if I was going to someone's house, it would have to be pre-planned and approved nah. to stay for dinner. Nah. It wasn't like, but then you would think though that it, that would make you more communal in your conversation because you can't surely just go up someone's house, eat their food, and go in silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, how it went was, I'd turn up. Um, I would probably talk to my friend's dad in the, in the front in the lounge. Um, while the food because sometimes the food wasn't always ready exactly as I knocked on the door yeah but um, so I'd go chat to his dad if the, his sisters were there or if my friend was there I'd go chat to them or him and then I'd eat and they knew that my silence was I'm really enjoying this food and then more than likely when the food's done when the food's finished when I'm finished eating it excuse me I would Say thank you. Say it's really nice. All the compliments. Okay, no, I'm going to pick you up then because you never say that to me. You never. I have to prompt you. I have to tease out a thanks or a compliment. Like it's painful for me to have to then scramble around asking you for feedback and thanks after I've just cooked five different yeah. dishes and put it together and planned it for a week. That annoys me. I I I believe it's something. I think that I, I somehow lost the ability 
to, to say thank you to, to, say, to say to say the actual words because because I'm enjoying the food so much I'm like this food's wicked like eat, 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 eat. and then I'm done and I'm like yeah that was nice but I'm telling it to myself <laughs> I'm saying it. in my head I'm like yeah but it's not actually coming out of my mouth and that that I agree that is something that I definitely that that one's on me. I'll take the hit. On that okay, one. so our actions from this are: I need to understand that your silence mm-hmm. means you're enjoying it. Yeah, because you know that if I wasn't enjoying it, what would I say? You'd still eat it though, out of politeness. No. That's why it's confusing. No, I've seen you do it. How many times have you given me something to taste, and I'm like, I don't like that. A lot. There's, there's been a, a you are surprisingly faddy. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's been a few times. So it's not like I'm never going to say I don't like it. <laughs> that's, that, that's okay. not true. So you, so I need to understand that, but you need to be more vocal and show appreciation verbally. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. I can do that. So we'll, we'll both try and work so on that. that biscuit then. I had was nice. Okay, so the backstory of this is... No, 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 no. You brought it up. No, the biscuit was nice. Okay, so I've literally just baked some um, vanilla chocolate chip with hazelnut and almond cookies and um i haven't baked cookies for a while but i think i'm quite a good baker and so i brought him a warm cookie on a plate for him to try which he no doubt ate in silence and then i asked him what did you think and he said it's not very sweet (laughs) he said it's not very sweet and i took that as a a criticism because of the way it was delivered he just said it's not very sweet and then when i asked him about it he said no, that's a good thing because the last batch of cookies was too sweet. So he managed to make a, a compliment out of a criticism because he basically criticised the batch before but then said that's what he wasn't doing. So it's very confusing. But I'm glad you like the cookies now because there's lots of yeah, them. Yeah, there's a When I say there's lots of cookies, there are a lot of cookies. But they were good. Good. Yeah, am, I, am I in the doghouse? No. Oh, I don't cool. think I've ever seen you... Bake a cake or cookies or cupcakes or... I don't think you do that. Steph don't bake. <laughs> Any reason? Because um, I'll cook. I'll cook I'll cook food in general, but... Well, cake is food. It's not... No, but it's baking. It's, it's the whole It's the whole process to it. Is I've got to do the... It's more scientific. It, yeah, well, you not even scientific. Sound. It's just ingredients and time and energy and persistence and... I, I, I have all of those. I just don't want to direct them into baking. Mm. So I really like baking. I find it very relaxing. And I, once you've understood the basics, you can definitely play around more. Whereas I find cooking meals quite tediously dull. Fine. Okay. All right. So is there is there anything else you want to you want to talk about today? Well, I think we've laid this subject bed so that's good and i've admitted my flaws and my faults i've also acknowledged your flaws that's fine and 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 you (laughs) don't have any and that's great (laughs) (laughs) and i am i am mature enough to take my licks and and keep going so is there anything else you can you can yeah fire fire away do we want to talk about your Interesting habit of mixing inappropriate beverages. I feel like a musical interlude is <laughs> <laughs> a really kitschy kind of quirky musical. Listen, you're right. Let's start rapping. You can you can rap if you want to do that. No, 
<laughs> but what I'm gonna do is okay. So mixing stuff. I, I don't know where it came from. But I think we let, should we just quantify what we're actually talking about. All right, go on. You, you, you said you said. Okay, so I understand some drinks are meant to be mixed. For example, gin and tonic. Any given cocktail, which is made of several different things, mm-hmm. um, fruit juice and water. It's I understand it's totally normal <clears throat> that you can put different liquids and beverages to make a very nice tasting drink. However, he goes one step further and he mixes things that don't belong together with other things that don't belong together. And he just therefore has no appreciation. So he doesn't have appreciation of wines or champagne. Let's just lay that out there. So if I give him a nice wine or a nice champagne, he will mix it with something bonkers and then claim that's the best drink ever. If he could put it in a protein shake, I'm pretty sure he would. Nope. Yeah, he would. That's that's a, little, that's a step too far. Oh, that's a step too far? Well, that's, that's meant a, a shake is technically like a dairy type kind of drink. So I'm not putting champagne and wine in there. I don't know, because you put all kinds of crazy things in with Yeah, no, but I wouldn't put it in a... Okay. No, so, I think I think I think I think I think you've gone a little bit too far there. I don't think so. I do. So he puts all the different if there's any any kind of liquid lying around, he'll mix it together and I find that quite weird that he would do that. So t- t- like you make a rum with apple juice. Yeah. Um that coconut tasting rum. Is that the coconut So it's co- coconut rum. Coconut rum, apple juice. Yep. So kind of like a pina colada-ish, but not really. Well, But then you put other stuff in it. Like? I see you mix some lemonade, mm-hmm. Diet Coke. Still not too weird, but you have done other stuff. I, the, I think the way that I can explain it, <laughs> or start to explain it, okay. is I'm not a fan of stuff that is just made and labelled and sold and said you got to drink this one thing and I'm like that's cool the, so you're the a wo- drink rebel the, yeah I'm a drink <laughs> rebel the, the world can drink whatever they like and whatever they're told to drink but me I don't I, I will I will play around with it I'll play around with it like and there's some admit it there are a few, there's a few drinks over the years that I've made and you've been like what is that that tastes nice and I'm like and I'm thinking it's it's a mixture that I made there was one recently not long ago I made it and he's like that's really nice I can't remember what it was but that's the problem because it's like it's like living with an adult version of George's Marvelous Medicine so 90% of the time I think the drinks he makes are completely revolting and then 1% of the time there'll be a good drink but then because he's just invented it off the top of his head we have no idea what's in it and he can't replicate it but that's there's a magic round. <laughs> it's like it's one of a kind. <laughs> you ain't never getting this again. So it's like he's a kind of um, a really uh, eccentric bartender. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, but I'll, I'd be but, successful because people can keep coming back for that taste, not get it, and then one like one and be annoyed. Uh, not no, they, no, they'll be, be like they're, they're, they're still in. They'll still drink the drinks, and then one day they'll come back. And be like, that's the one. Be, How did you make that? Like, yeah, I but then no they'll clue. come back. You'll make something terrible, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm never coming back here again." No, 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 no. I, I, I just think I'm not. I don't have to drink whatever is bottled and kind of put in front of me and. 
Like I can mix whatever I like, and I don't. I don't put. I just want to go on record say I don't put foolishness in dairy type. No, I don't do that. I might put a little bit of rum in. Yeah, I might put a little bit of rum in a drink that's got milk in it, maybe. But I wouldn't put like any old flavors into that but into a have, into a shake. You also. have done. You know how you can get gin cordials, so they're flavored for the gin. They're the mixer to the gin to mm-hmm. get the flavor. You have use those which are designed for either gin or champagne uh if you're making like a gimlet or something mm-hmm. but you i have witnessed you put those into pre-mixed other drinks guilty so then I, what i think happens is you're just convoluting all the delicate flavors and you might as just as well drink a dr pepper be done with it no but dr pepper has a specific taste the taste of all the other drinks in the world. See, that's, that's, that's the problem that we have right here. You can't differentiate between the taste of a Dr. Pepper and just a mixture of drinks. So that's not that's not a me problem. What do you think Dr. Pepper tastes of? Uh, whatever Dr. Pepper tastes of. I don't know. But, but it, don't, it doesn't taste of all the, all the drinks that I make. It tastes of a bunch of other stuff mixed up. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, no, but like, what, if you're drinking champagne you're drinking champagne and that's and like you might try to give me champagne i i, I don't you know you know that's why i don't, don't want to give you my champagne i don't i don't i don't, like I don't, I don't really like champagne <laughs> and i don't really like wine and i don't really like well i don't really like the singular singular version of a drink you put in front of me i will take your drink take about half a cup of it and then mix it with something else and it tastes for to me to me it tastes nice and it's all about for me it's all about my taste buds it's not about anyone else, it's all about mine. So I don't mind if other people dislike the things that I I, I mix. That, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> but I, I will drink I, it. I, For example, this is where this argument stems from, is I have recently been exploring Pinot Grigio's and learning about the different types and the grapes and the variety and the history and where it comes from, because I think that's quite interesting how one thing that's got one label can actually have so many different tastes and flavors and heritage behind it to Mm -hmm. me that's really interesting and you tried to drink the last bit of my pinot grigio which i had been saving so one last glass to mix with something else revolting i and you all cross with me because i had the audacity to drink my own pinot grigio so then when you're it feels like all that culture and heritage and knowledge and effort that's gone into that one wine to make that wine how it should taste mm-hmm. makes me sad when you've gone and mixed it with all kinds of crazy because then yeah. it feels disrespectful to the wine. Do <laughs> you know, I, and again, and again, <laughs> I will, I will go on record as to say that's, that's not, that's not good. That's not great that I'm doing that. That that's actually quite bad that I'm, I'm disrespecting that that particular drink. And no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm disrespecting the flavor of that original drink. But let me say though, just because all that hard work went into making <laughs> went into making that particular drink, doesn't mean that to me it tastes nice or to me it tastes good. Then don't be drinking it and leave it alone. No, but no, but no, but listen. <laughs> when I alone. but listen, but when I remix it though, oh, to, oh, okay. When I remix it, it tastes so much better. And I'm like, this whatever this is, because you've done all the history and the but I would research mind less and the, if you bought your own wine to mess with. I mean, I could leave my wine alone. But you get your own. If you want to go all kinds of Dr. Frankenstein on wine. 
You do that, but you leave my wine alone. I think part of the fun is actually drinking your wine. <laughs> now I'm sitting there thinking about it. I mean, part part of the enjoyment of the taste that I get from drinking is the fact that it belonged to you in the first place. So I think on, on that one, we're just going to have to just learn to... I'm just going to start hiding my wine. You might have to start hiding that's, my wine. That's what's going to happen. Because I'm not done here. <laughs> <sighs> On, an, on that on that note, I, I think um, I, I do. I mean, I, like I do. I need a glass of wine after that. I do it with food as well. I do. I do mix. I do combine certain things with food too. I think we. I think we didn't touch on that at all, really. But um, I do have some food-based concoctions that I put together. You have very it. weird meals. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not that it's wrong. It's that it's. Unusual. I can be an unusual guy sometimes. Yes, you can. That's fine. That's important. You win that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 like I said, I'll go back to what I said before. I like having the opportunity and the chance to eat what I want, drink what I want. But I think you're, I think on one hand, you're right. Yes, it's weird. On the other hand, it's me eating it and drinking it, and I like it, so... You can eat and drink whatever you want to eat and drink. I just think you should not be drinking my wine. Okay. I... Okay, all right. On the, all right. On the, we'll finish the episode here, but I will. On the last thing I will say is, I promise mm. to you mm. that I will not drink your wine when you're indoors, because I just find it myself and Amazing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for for giving up your time and your energy and um helping put together this bonus podcast. Um but yes, hopefully you can come back and um do another couple in the not too distant future. I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, but I'm absolutely gonna have a glass of wine now. Can I can I have some? No. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, fine. <laughs>